previously on the Omen podcast. When was the last time probably like Dr. Martin and, 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 and Annabelle met? I don't know, a year maybe? Uh, Greg's wedding. Ooh. Wait, what? Greg got wed? Yeah. In the next couple of months, they're planning on introducing the human race to the Atlanteans. How, how, how do you get on with um, Vladimir Bolokov? He stinks of vodka all the time. Along comes uh, one of the uh, guards who's working with you. Uh, her name is Catherine Lobo. I, I just wanted to check that everything is going all right in the bar. Hello, Kate. Yes, the bar is under control. I uh, am ensuring the quality of the drinks. So they seem to be uh, good. Well, hi there. <laughs> what is my objective today? <laughs> just follow the preset patrol path <laughs> yes sir you know when my break is i'm going to need to go uh, over into the kitchens for something there's no break you're working all night what will happen next let's find out in this episode of Oben. Annabelle, you are currently inside a stretch limousine. <laughs> and you're chilling out in the stretch limousine. You are currently driving through a new city that has been created. It's like a garden city in America to house magical creatures for the most part. There are humans here still too, but most of the people here are magical creatures. Your chauffeur is taking you through the city right now. Your private chauffeur inside your private fancy car. You get a message on your phone. It starts bleeping for you. Who's it from? Uh, it seems like it's an incoming call from Smedley Prime. I answer it. <laughs> Hello? You ready for this? <laughs> no. Hello, Annabelle. It's me, Smedley Prime. Well, yeah, I got caller ID. Cut it with the chips, Annabelle. I have an important mission for you. You know why you're there. You're going to that party. And you're going to smooth GJ. I don't... I don't know why you're picking me for this. Annabelle, like, you know for the fact that you are one of Omen's most top priority assets right now. Everyone who's anyone wants to be around you. Especially GJ. She loves VIPs. But... Remember last week you were with the Pope? That went absolutely fine. Well, well yeah, but we, we were able to bond over the whole Jesus thing. But Spare me the religious bullcrap for Annabelle. Gigi is a fan of fine arts. Money. Wealth. Alcohol. But I don't like any of that. Look, Annabelle, just take photos, look pretty, and smile. That's all you need to do. Remember to tell her about the party she's got to arrange. If the Atlantean delegation get here and she's not involved, then everything's gonna go to shit. Literally anybody would be better at this than me. I'm just here to shoot things. No, no, no shooting. No guns. None but, of that. 
You may as well be telling me to walk in there naked, sir. Well, if that's what you want to do to get her attention, you can. Wait, the nudity thing or the gun thing? Cause... Well, wh wh whichever. I, I, I don't care which one. Just do whatever you can to get her on board, okay? <sighs> okay? We're good? I guess. Good. Okay. Do not fail this mission, Annabelle. Oh, I'm very serious about that. I wasn't planning on it. I've got several of my clones on site. They should be keeping an eye out for you. Oh, and one of your old friends is working security. You might want to go say hi. Wait, I got friend. Is it Greg? No, no, no. Greg's on paternity leave at the minute. Don't tell me it's... Another pebble, yes. There's so many of them now. Well, I mean, you, you gotta stop letting him adopt things from thrift stores. He keeps eating cats as well. It's really annoying. I mean, they don't die. They just go like on vacation for a little bit. And then he vomits them up on my desk. Maybe you should make a designated vomit place for the cat. We'll see. Uh, anyway, I'll call you back later. Make sure you do this right, okay? Yeah. Alright, good luck. Smedley Prime out. And the phone hangs up, and the car comes down the road, and you step out onto essentially a red carpet, and there are many cameras pointed at you right now. Oh. And there are many flashes. Oh, I don't like that at all. It is unpleasant. No. Nope. What do you do? Uh, get back in the car. <laughs> the chauffeur looks at you and stares daggers at you. Does the chauffeur wear uh, glasses? I'm taking his glasses. The shades. You take his I'm glasses. Okay, you reach in and you grab his glasses and he sort of like rolls his eyes a bit and goes, fine, all right, because you're basically in charge, kind of, at this point. I'll pay you back later. He sort of nods and then the car drives off. Uh, and there are loads of people sort of just like yelling your name and sort of waving at you and sort of like holding pieces of paper out in front of you to get you to sign them. Pieces of paper? Like they pulled it out of the printer? Well, so you uh, you, you look at them and, and you can see that these are actually like uh, Omen branded posters of you. Oh, I don't... It's horrible. What? Why'd they pick that photo? Yep, it's they the picked the worst photo. one. It's horrible. Uh, Annabelle, Annabelle, uh, Annabelle, come over here, please. I need to interview you. Uh, okay. Hi, citizen. This is uh, Dave for Dave. <laughs> this is Dave McCluskey for um, the Magic Reporter. The Magic Reporter. Uh, I'm here with Annabelle St. John on the red carpet for uh, Gigi's amazing new uh, party and also lineup for tonight's Lunar Equinox. Uh, I'm here with Annabelle St. John. How are you doing this evening? Great! I'm so happy to be here. You you look radiant tonight. What what is who, who are you wearing tonight? You know, just Faith. Faith. Yeah. I've not heard of that brand. Uh, where 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 did you get those from? Uh, the Good Book. The Good Book is is that an, is that an online retailer? Uh, you know, it's just kind of everywhere. Um. <laughs> tell us uh, about your uh, recent uh, chats with the Dalai Lama. How did that go? Uh. Well, I got there and I thought it was going to be a llama and it was not a llama. So I, I was a little bit taken aback that it was just a person. So it, we did not get off on the best hoof. That is a shame. Um, and uh, could you comment on the uh, recent um, increases in aggression in the Himalayas between the uh, people there and the Yetis? Well, I mean, I think they can all just work together. Uh Hashtag free Tibet. All right. Well, thank you for your interview, please, uh, Annabelle. Uh, we will um, talk to you later. Okay. Okay. Cool. Have a have a really good evening. Okay. You basically make your way slowly but surely through the crowds of people, occasionally signing stuff. Um, someone yells at you, "Hey, Annabelle, show your wings." 
Hey, this don't seem like an appropriate place for, for wings. Do it! Do it! Do it! I don't give in. I, nope, nope, I don't give in to peer pressure. So you walk in through the entrance hall, uh, and now you're in the party, um, and you seek out Gigi. Actually, no, what do you want to do in here? What do you want to do? Go home. You, you, you make your way into the entrance hall, and what do you want to do? <sighs> there are loads of people around you right now, and all eyes are on you. <laughs> Smile and wave. <laughs> I don't know where to look for Gigi. Well, you know that Dr. Martin's here, so maybe you could have a chat with him. Yes, or... I'm gonna go go find Martin. Okay. I'm gonna go find a safe space and <laughs> not not be stared at. Okay. Uh, you wander through the crowds for a little while, and then you see uh, Martin sitting at the bar, drinking, uh, and you walk over to him. Martin. Martin, please get me out of here. Annabelle! Oh my god, I haven't seen you since... since, uh... Greg's wedding? Yeah. Oh I mean, you God. missed the christening and uh, the other christening. Well, I didn't miss the christening. I skipped the christening. Same, same difference. So, I don't want to be here. I'm going to be entirely honest with you. Uh, yeah, tell me about it. So, let's uh, get this done with and over. Well, of course. What are you uh, <laughs> You here for uh, for uh, for uh, Miss Arabethion? Yeah, uh, is that Gigi? Yeah. Yeah, Gigi, the the whole year and a half long name. Yeah, if I if I called her that, I would be fired on the spot, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, I wish I could be fired. That sounds really great right now. Yeah. No. Here, look, you you, you look like you need to calm down. Have a bar- bartender. Uh, what, what's yeah. Your, uh, okay, you, uh, Wallaby Rustler? Yeah, Wallaby Rustler. Another Wallaby no, Rustler? I... Are you sure? You, you, you've been hitting them back hard. It's not for me. It's for uh, it's for my friend. No. Oh my God. No, I can't drink. L- no. 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 Are I... you Annabelle St. John? Uh, no. Nope. Oh. I'm, I'm just, you know, a different American. You look just like her. I got that type of face. Wow. Okay, well, I'll get, I'll get you one anyway. It's on the house, okay? Martin, you know I can't drink. Like, if I... Just a sniff of alcohol, and I can't control the wings no more at all. Well, the bosses want you to have your wings healthier anyway, so what are you complaining about? They're made of razors, and everybody looks like they're wearing a fortune. Okay, I, I guess, fine, I'll just I'll just drink it myself, that's not a problem. Meanwhile, uh, and this is where Nelson's gonna come in. Are you ready for this, Nelson? I am ready. Hello, everyone. So season two has finally begun properly. We're sorry about the delays we've had. The whole global pandemic thing kind of caught us off guard. We'd like to thank everyone who stuck with us during the hiatus between season one and season two. And we hope you enjoyed the little Koala Florida Man specials. Because of the different tone we wanted to take with season two, I felt like it would be fun to just let Nelson and the Critical Bits guys just blow off some steam before we get into the sort of more serious, kind of fantastical kind of things we're going to get across in this season. Last weekend we took part in Spider Day, which was run by the amazingly talented Joel Ruiz of Critical Bits. I ran a live special of Omen set in the small town of Upper Ramsbottom. It was pretty fun. So if you're in the mood for exploring Upper Ramsbottom, then you should check out the Critical Bits Twitch or their YouTube channel for the recording of that. We were raising money for Covenant House in Atlanta, Georgia, and managed to raise up to £2,242.69 which is bloody brilliant. I want to take a moment to remind you all that we also have an official Discord. The links to it can be found on our Twitter. Sam and I have been running weekly RPGs, movie streams, and quizzes to keep everyone from going insane during this lockdown. The current winner of my quiz is Ziz. Shout out to them. 
Congratulations on being able to answer questions incorrectly. I'd strongly encourage you to join our little Discord. It's a wonderful little community and I will be more than happy to have you there. I also want to thank Michael Sutheran for backing us on Patreon. I should have done this months ago, but unfortunately everything's been so hectic I've not had the chance. If you want a shout out on the podcast, then all you have to do is pledge $5 on our Patreon or potentially win my crazy quiz. I don't know. I tend to shout people out when they do cool stuff for us, so just do cool stuff for us and you may get a shout out. Today's sponsored advert is one very dear to my heart. In fact, it's pumping through my heart right now. So please enjoy. You are walking through a desert. You have been walking for eons. You will walk for eons more. Your life is endless hardship. You are dehydrated. You are dying of thirst. Nothing can quench you. There is nothing. Nothing. Nothing that is. What wall fluid? New from the house that brought you soul-shattering screams of the damned burned deep into your subconscious comes wall fluid, the latest taste sensation sweeping the nation. Tubular. Each bottle contains a maximum amount of lost pets who were once loved but quickly forgotten as permitted by the FDA for human, metahuman, monster, and mortally challenged consumption. So not only is wall fluid nutritious, you know it's delicious. Far out. Wall fluid comes in 10 exciting flavors, including blood spore, razor slime, old dog, grime overgrowth. Your mother is very disappointed in you, Jeremy. You deserve everything that has happened to you. It is your fault, Jeremy, you monster. How could you have done this? Great. Try them all today. Radical. Wall fluid. Consume it. Consume wall fluid. Consume. Consume the wall fluid. Consume it. Consume the wall fluid. Now. Consume it. Right now. 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 Consume. 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 Wall fluid may cause projectile vomiting, projectile diarrhea, upset stomach, brain cloud, soul seepage, rickets, loneliness, cursed childhood, addiction, possession, anti-puberty, double puberty, impotence, ultra impotence, lazy eye, your god, levitation, sour elbow, loss of destiny, being damned, death, 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 headache. If you experience one or more of these symptoms, consume more wall fluid. So now you all know how important it is to drink wall fluid. I'd like to thank Eve at Copper Harpy, who also stars on Brits on Bikes with me, for making this ridiculous little thing based on our Twitter quarantine house quiz. And without further ado, it's time to let Koala loose. He's coming out, so you better get this party started. Here we go! Outside in an alleyway nearby, a rift in space and time rips open and a certain Australian man pops out, grasping a crowbar in his hand. He is naked, Terminator style. He's like, got his like, legs on the ground. All right, so what's, uh, so it's just, I'm, I'm just here now. You are here, um, you don't know necessarily exactly where you are, you've just had a rather interesting experience at Disney World, uh, and you are now just in, a, in an alleyway. Uh, you can see across the street there is this large party going on. Uh, there's big spotlights outside, there's red carpets, there's loads and loads of people. You've even recently just saw what you thought was Annabelle St. John, someone you've not seen in about five years, walk in through the entrance hall. All right, so what I think I should do 
is... <laughs> this is the voice? Yeah, this is an authentic Australian voice. <laughs> Fuck so, me. Okay. That is an improvement, actually. First thing I need to do, Terminator style, is find the nearest biker. Find the nearest biker, okay. Is there anyone on a motorcycle nearby? Anyone uh, motorcycle adjacent? Yeah, I'd say there's, so there's, a, there's, um, there's, a, there's a bar near here uh, that is frequented by a biker gang. What's the name of the biker gang? Uh, the biker gang is called the um, Moldy Apple Gang. The Moldy Apple Gang. <laughs> the Moldy Apple Gang. Uh, they're rotten to the core. <laughs> uh, the Moldy Apple Gang are, uh, they're not nice, not nice good people. In fact, they are sympathizers of the, um, uh, what was the, what was the group we were going to call? What was the group we were called them? The, uh, the, the human... Purity group. Human purity, yeah, so they're sympathizers... Hey, can we the, change that? That sounds super racist. They are super racist. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, uh, no, so they are members of the human purity group, uh, and there is one of them, because it is... There's a little protest sort of gathered outside the uh, front of the um, party. Can I roll uh, a, a, a read a bad situation using telepathy so I can get that bonus to read their exact level of racism I need to adopt to <laughs> accomplish my objective? Sure, if you want to read a bad situation, um, uh, that is uh, 2d6 plus weird. All right, that's, that's a 10. That's a 10, okay. Uh, yeah, so you, um, you know that this crowd is particularly racist. They hate monsters and any sort of non-human creatures that are in this world, and they're protesting to try and get rid of them. Uh, they don't know where, because they're not really that smart, but they just don't like the fact that there are now monsters everywhere, and they've been campaigning for this kind of thing for several years now, ever since Egypt. Uh, and you actually notice that... Like, one of the guys has been drinking considerably, quite heavily, uh, and he's walking away from the group, like, the, the, the protest, and he's coming down the alleyway, uh, and it looks like he's gonna take a whiz down between some of the, uh, like, dumpsters down here. Alright, I'm gonna walk past him, <laughs> uh, towards the, the majority protesters' bar, and what I think I should do is, uh, I'm gonna walk up, and I'm gonna say... Hello, f fellow racist white brothers. They look towards you, uh, and, and, and they're quite bewildered initially. Um, you've got a skill for this, haven't you? I I can use the manipulate someone move on monsters as well as people, and I think that that counts for racists. <laughs> yes, they're both the same thing. When I manipulate someone, I also pull use tough instead of charm. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to very aggressively say, You'll never believe what happened to me on the way here as I was coming here to do... The racist thing that you two also identify with. I was walking along and this elf comes up, punches me in the nads, takes all of my clothes and my motorcycle and my shades. Can anyone help me get my motorcycle, my shades, and some clothes again? Okay, what do you roll for this? I'm rolling tough because uh, I'm very aggressively saying, this elf! took my clothes, so what? How could a responsible fellow white man address this situation? Okay, roll for it. How many d6 is this? It's always 2d6 and then plus the modifier. So plus tough. So, I rolled that plus tough. That's 
That's going to be a nine. On a, on a seven to nine, they'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. I'll, gi- I'll give you uh, my spare pair of clothes that I've got here, but you're going to have to do something for us. I know exactly okay. what you mean. So in there right now is Annabelle St. John, okay? We got this bucket of red paint, and I want you to throw it all over her. Don't you talk to me about Annabelle St. John! And I run my head through the nearest wall. Ozzy, good night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go for it. Walking around with them, wings like it's all unnatural-like. Uh, I just knocked myself out according to the rules of the Aussie goodnight. <laughs> oh, wait, with, with this also has tough, right? Uh, yes. Okay, then that is a, uh, I got a scar. She gave me okay. this scar! He goes, well, that, that, this is exactly the problem. I'm going to headbutt the nearest motorcycle. Aussie goodnight. All right. She destroyed my motorcycle just like this! And I run my head into the nearest motorcycle. According to this, I do three harm and I smash. I rolled a 13. You smash the motorcycle uh, and the, everyone's looking at you and goes, This guy, this guy here knows what he's talking about. We need to get in there right now. We need to get in there right now! And I need something to put, cover up my... To protect my jangly bits from Annabelle St. John so she don't scar me again! <laughs> a bunch of the racists grab their uh, clothes and they sort of like take off bits and pieces and you get like a mishmash of people's outfits. Kind of like that scene in a uh, popular film Spider-Man where everybody is like, no, he's a hero. Put the mask back on. He's one of us. Except it's a bunch of racists giving me their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, essentially that. And now uh, you are now fully clothed. I will lead you. I think due to the success of this, I should also just get some armor. Like, they've just give, been giving me things to protect my jangly bits, protect these things yeah, from yeah, the Yeah, forest. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think they're probably giving, like, biker outfits, so, like, you know, this sort of, like, um, like Kevlar biker armor, armor stuff to stop yourself from getting caught when you hit the road. The first thing we should do is, you see that parking area? Yeah. We should wreck their cars! All right, then. To victory! To victory! The crowd of protesters run into the parking area. They... They shake the gates open. Meanwhile, I am not doing that. Okay. Uh, you watch as, like, a, two of the Claire bots uh, run in, and they're, like, picking up these people and throwing them out across the fence. Uh, and they're just, like, uh, the, the gunmen are trying to, like, run in and try and help out as well. So what I'm doing now is um, I'm looking at that melee that's just been caused, and I'm not feeling guilty about any of it because it's a bunch of monster racists. Yes. I see this shed. And from what my experience, sheds are places where good things happen for me and not other people. Right. So I'd like to start moving towards the shed. You make your way towards the shed, uh, and because of the... The clearbots have been distracted, so... They have, yes. They are busy, like, manhandling these racists. Uh, There is one guard outside the shed standing there right now. Uh, Um, What's his name? His name is... uh, Tommy... Tony. What's his favorite movie? Uh, his favorite movie is The Descent. What's his grandmother's name? Hang on a minute. Why would you know this? You would. Oh, wait. Koala's got psychic brain powers now. All right. Yeah, no. Her name is e- Enid. <laughs> it's Enid. I walk up. I look down at my crowbar and I smile. And I say, Hi, mate. I am from Australia. And I've just had a great personal tragedy. Excuse me, sir, this place is off limits right now. We need you to head back out Wait, if you can, if that's possible. Is your grandmother also named Enid? 
he double takes for a minute and goes, what, what, what do you mean? My grandmother's name is Ian. How did... There's a connection here. I don't understand. Sir, we need to get you out of here. My grandmother Enid collapsed inside of there and called me because she's stuck in the bathroom because she locked it. Because you know how Enids are. They're really sensitive about... They don't want even, anyone to even hear them. So she went to this remote bathroom, which I'm pretty sure is just a closet because she's describing it because her mind isn't all right there these days. And she called me because she's collapsed and she can't get back up again. And as a fellow Enid haver, I, I need your help to get inside. Okay, oh, sure. Uh, I mean... Uh... Do you do you do you know where she is? Um, I can call I can call I can call the rest of the security to look after her if you want. Yeah, I I feel like it would be really great if you. She said that she was like in front of sort of this VIP parking area inside of this, inside of this building, and that there was a man outside, and if you could just call the other security team to come here, to this uh, this building wherever it may be. And help, I think that, I think we could save her. I mean, we're literally, the, the only place is the shed, and he turns around to look at the shed and then sort of like, goes, I, I can I can check if you want. Oh, I would love that. He opens the door to the shed. I take my Aussie favourite, and I, uh, slip it between his ribs. What is the Aussie favourite? Can you explain that to the, to the listeners? So the Aussie favourite is a machete, which has been freshly cleaned. Alright, so I, I slip it between his ribs, and then uh, I sort of play the drums on those ribs with the machete, so it's like a... Kind of like the, you know, the drum solo from Coming in the Air Tonight? Yeah. I kind of go like, I can feel it coming in the air tonight, and then I draw it back out, and he just falls to his knees. I um, cheekily take his face, Yep. I put it on my face, Okay. I wave my crowbar around real quick. Sure. I shove him inside the shed, Okay. and uh, I'm now disguised as him. All right, sure, that's fine, I think, for now. <laughs> you are now standing there, what do you want to do? Now I'm going to walk past this uh, security camera, just into the main entrance. My security is laughable. You are now in the main entrance hall, what do you want to do? What do I see? You are in a grand entrance hall. There are two sweeping staircases either side of you, Surrounding you are a bunch of humans and mythical creatures of all sorts. There's a bunch of fairies flittering around, and everyone is drinking the finest champagne. There are butlers walking around serving these cute little canapes as well. Over to the west, there is a bunch of delicious food being brought out from the kitchens, and it goes across the dance floor area and into the bar. I um, look at my crowbar, and I smile again. And I turn to a nearby important-looking person. Okay, okay you, you turn to an important person. They're um, they're a little chubby fairy, almost a cherub. They've got this little tuxedo on and this tiny monocle in one eye. It's adorable. They're holding a tiny glass of whiskey in one hand with salt around the rim. And in the other, they've got a stick with marshmallows on it covered in chocolate fondue from the chocolate fondue fountain in the other room. What's their name? Uh... <laughs> The name of an important looking person. Uh, this is um, Reginald D. Zipper Dripper. Okay. Uh, what does he like to eat? He is a big fan of chocolate fountains and uh, fondue. What's the sound he makes when he's really enjoying fondue? <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Anyway, I'm going to go up and ask this person. Uh, I'm going to say, hey, um, 
Where's Gigi? Gigi? She'll be over in the uh, she'll be over in the staff rooms at the minute, probably. Mm. She's she's just dealing with a bunch of stuff at the minute. You, you know how party owners are. They like to make sure everything's going perfectly fine. <laughs> There's also just a bunch of racists out in the parking area just beating up cars. Is one of them your car? Did you have the really long black vehicle with the sort of fondue-shaped tires? Yeah, yes, that's mine. What, what, what's happening to it? Yeah, they were just kicking the crap out of it. Oh my god. They were peeing on it. What? They were shouting like, oh man, I sure do hate fairies. What do you mean, yeah. fairies? The fairies flying around. Yeah, he was saying that about like you. Really? It's just a mascot. Those tiny little cars. No, they're so small. They were pooping on them. So they they'd be, So they'd be kind of like... What? Covered. <sighs> and so instead what you get is, you know, when you poop and you've got a peanut in there and it's just this big old whole peanut, they want to turn your cars into that for their shit. I don't want my car to be a shit peanut. Oh my god. And he like goes and like flies off through the entranceway. I assume some other fairies and uh, concerned overhearing party goers hear that as well. Absolutely, yeah. No, and there are a bunch of people going out to check on what's happening right now. I'd like to peek through into the uh, staff room. Okay. Uh, in the staff room, there are uh, like two or three people right now. Uh, at the back of the room is Gigi. You see her walking off into the dance floor. In this room now, there are two people in charge of dance choreography and makeup, uh, and there are a couple of people moving between the kitchens and the staff room. I follow her with my eyes and with my body, like the protagonist of a Danny Boyle movie or Richard Boyle movie, whoever the guy met is who did, what is it, Six Weddings and a Funeral and like Valentine's Day and what's that guy's name? Was it Danny Boyle? I don't know. No, it wasn't Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle makes good movies. Uh, <laughs> like a Richard Curtis movie, I follow her with my eyes and with my body and with the shrugging insular smugness of Hugh Grant. Uh, outside of the room <laughs> and I continue I continue I want to look into the uh I see lights and alcohol so I look into the bar real quick just to see the overall lay of the land what do I see there uh you see a bunch of people drinking there is a chocolate fountain there is a uh, big champagne fountain uh, and on the other side of the bar you see uh two of your old friends Dr. Martin Benson and Annabelle St. John sitting at the bar talking my face distorts <laughs> And, uh... Is that the face you're wearing or your face? My face beneath the face. My outside face is quite concerned for his grandmother Enid. <laughs> right. So, I'm not going to go into the bar. I'm going to go into the dance floor. What do I see there? Uh, you see uh, a bunch of um, spriggans on either side of the dance floor sort of waiting. In the middle of the dance floor, there are a couple of nymphs dancing. There is a DJ playing some pretty decent music, mostly by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech, <laughs> uh, and uh, they're, they're just having a good time. There's this one person at the back of the room who's got an AK-47 in their hands, uh, and they're looking kind of like sweaty at the minute and unpleasant, and you now see that there are a bunch of people now moving from the dance floor towards the bar. I'd like to move towards a sweaty and pleasant woman that has not gone poorly for me in the past. You walk up to her, she's standing there with her Omen-approved armor on, she's got a scar on one eye, uh, and she looks at you, and she looks looks concerned for a moment, like she's she's, she's she's seen you somewhere before. Hello. Hey there, hi. My grandmother Enid is in a shed outside. Okay. I don't know how she got there. There was this horde of racists, and then there was this man who walked 
if you can believe this, past the project's room, into the entrance hall, caused a distraction, walked, peeked inside the staff room, looked inside the dance floor, looked inside the bar, went back to the dance floor, and then walked back outside to make sure she stayed in the shed. And I just don't think that, um... Right. Is it Omen approved to keep old women in sheds? No, I mean, sure... How, how do you know about this? I was watching him, but not because I liked it, because I was deeply worried and I felt powerless. And you seem like someone who has a lot of power. Can you, can you help me? She looks at you and goes, I, I mean, I, I can't right now. I've, I've really got to go get something done in a second. I've, um, I, What's I the can... thing you got to get done? Like, maybe I could help. As you can see, I'm also a god. She looks at you really confusedly and you see a bead of sweat slowly dripping down her forehead. And that's where we're going to leave this episode of Omen. And I'll see you next time. Bye! The Omen Podcast is powered by Monster of the Week. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N-Cast, and who knows, maybe we'll name a character after you. Please spread the word about the podcast, every new fan helps. Consider joining our Discord, links are on the Twitter, and if you really like us, consider supporting us on Patreon. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there.